Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. I am hearing you all loud and clear. I'm going to put all of the links for each one of the podcasts because not many of us are technically savvy. Maybe you don't listen to podcasts regularly. Maybe you go to like YouTube or something and watch videos, but you don't, you know, subscribe to Spotify. And you know what? My podcast is free. It's also on my website. You just go click on kendravonesh.com, then podcast, and there it is. But I know some of you are like, I'm struggling to find it. So I'm going to put all of the links to all of them across all of my social media, media, excuse me. So if you have me on, you know, Facebook or something, go to my Facebook page. If you got me on LinkedIn, go to my LinkedIn page. But this is what I desire you all to do for those who are reaching out and wondering, how is she doing? Because for those who are just joining, my father passed away on Christmas Day. He went into the hospital on October 30th and pretty much never came out. Passed away with no known cause, period. We, we really don't know. Maybe it was just his time. I do not know, but grateful because he had all the beautiful sacraments of the sick, right? The anointing of the sick, the apostolic pardon. He had a beautiful confession. So I felt wonderful him passing into the other world. However, I shouldn't say the other world, it's heaven. I bury my father on January 7th, and then my husband passes away on January 27th. It was a Saturday. We were coming home from Tennessee. He had a blood clot in his coronary artery so fast, so unexpected. So I've had two deaths of the most influential men in my life. And one might say, how are you surviving? So I'm not going to repeat it because I know that there are people that are listening to it. Hi, neighbors, <laughs> who I love so much. Hello, all of you followers. Hello, all of you people that are praying for me and for Jeff on the journey. I just hear God talking all the time, showing me the goodness, helping my heart heal. So I'm pulling up a piece of paper here. You might hear me fiddling with something because, oh no, that's my grocery list. <laughs> that's my grocery list. I don't want that. Okay, let's look over here. This is what I want. Okay, 
I had to write down all of the amazing things that happened over the weekend so that I could share that with you. Okay, Saturday. Oh boy, all day Saturday, I didn't really think too much about the fact that it was a week anniversary of when my father, or my father, listen to me, when my husband passed. I didn't really think about it. Let's see, I went to go see my priest. I talked to him about all of these beautiful things that are happening, discussed the funeral arrangements, you know, I had to pick out all the readings and the songs. And then I went to adoration and I sat down and I spent time with Jesus. What is adoration for people who have no clue what I'm talking about? In the Catholic Church, the Holy Communion wafer that we receive every Mass is Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity. This is what thousands of saints and martyrs, martyrs are people who are killed for their beliefs. Thousands of people died because the kings and the secular communities were like, look, renounce the fact that you think this is Jesus. And if you don't renounce it, we're going to kill you. So they said, go ahead, kill me. I believe in Jesus. I believe this is the Eucharist. I believe in his church, the Catholic church, which was in place for thousands of years. Luther just came into the picture in 1500. So 1500 years, the only Christian church was the Catholic church where Jesus is. So the priest, only with his ordained hands, can consecrate the host, the bread and the wine, and make it into, which is called transubstantiation, but let me speak English to you, make it into Jesus. There is daily mass everywhere across the world. We are all reading the same readings. We are all receiving Jesus. We all have confession and the beautiful sacrament of marriage sacrament of baptism, confirmation. We've got people that have religious orders, such as priests and nuns. We also, gosh, oh, the anointing of the sick is another sacrament. I think there are seven sacraments. We'll go over sacraments later. How about that? But right now, let's just stick with the Eucharist, which is the source and summit of the Catholic faith. What does that mean? That's what we all hang our hats on, people, that Jesus is in the Eucharist. That's why Mass it's not a bunch of people standing up with their hands in the air, although there are some Catholic uh, charismatic groups that do that, but technically we're supposed to be reverently worshiping the Lord and then receiving him into us. We should be offering up ourselves as a sacrifice on the altar to God, but it really is the representation of Calvary of Jesus and all that he did, his whole passion and his crucifixion. So I go into adoration. Okay, again, have I answered the question of what is adoration? I don't think I have. What is adoration? So it's Jesus in the Holy Communion wafer, and he's in what they call a monstrance. And a monstrance basically means to show, but he's in a beautiful gold kind of, it looks like a sun and inside the center of the sun of this gold kind of statue thing that holds Jesus in the middle. He's in a chapel or they have adoration in the actual church itself, but Jesus is there 
people that have adoration chapels that are open 24-7 have someone sitting in there with him pretty much all the time. It's beautiful. So that's what I did on Saturday. I just went in. And I'm going to be honest with you all. I have not been to adoration in a long time for any extended amount of time. And I probably was in there for maybe 20 minutes. I could have stayed longer. But it was beautiful because, again, I asked Jesus in my head this time. I asked God the Father, Jesus and the Holy Spirit in my head. Why did I do it in my head? Because if you listen to my podcast from before, I asked Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God the Father out loud before when I was praying. Is Jeff saved? And I felt an amazing body reaction, right? It's a body sensation that I cannot reproduce. I've tried a lot. I come close. I really do. But I'm like, you know, tensing up every muscle in my body to try to make it. And so I'm in adoration and I ask first God, the father, wait, the other, (laughs) the opposite. Wait, first I ask Jesus because I'm sitting in front of Jesus. I'm looking at him and I said, Jesus is Jeff saved. And I get that same sensation, but it's not super strong. And then I said, okay, Holy Spirit. And I just, you know, just totally relax my body. Same thing. Is Jeff saved? Boom. In my head again, no words are coming out. And what a beauty. I was in the Adoration Chapel all by myself. There wasn't anybody else in there. Beautiful. All right, then I'm just about ready to ask the Father because that's what I do, right? I want to ask three times to the Holy Trinity. And I don't even get to think about it to say, okay, God, the Father, is Jeff saved? I I don't even get to think about it. He just gives me this whoosh kind of feeling in my body. And I was so excited. Who am I to get these multiple, multiple confirmations about Jeff and at the same time get the communication and the slap in my face that God took Jeff because he needed me to pray for him. And then I look at my own life and I'm thinking, my gosh, I did not pray for him. I'm not praying for my family. I'm not praying for other people. I'm praying in my own life and my own relationship with God. And oh my, I better start getting out there because I know that your prayers mattered. You prayed Jeff to heaven. This is what I'm talking about. So God's lit a fire under my tushy about getting out there and also is healing my heart throughout this process. So... I uh, just kind of start the process after the afternoon, after I have this beautiful, you know, session with God, if you will, prayer moment. I shouldn't say session, but sometimes it is therapy, people. I'm not kidding. Oh, all the time it's therapy. So I come home and I'm like, okay, I got to start this video. I have to start like compiling all of these pictures and getting them into 
you know, a video reel. And I, you know, just ran up to a whole bunch of problems and issues. And then out of the blue, my alarm goes off on Saturday at 4.10. That alarm was the alarm that I set last Saturday when I told my husband when we came home from Tennessee that I was a little bit tired and I was going to fall asleep for about 30 minutes. And I set my alarm so I can get up. At 4.10, I was doing chest compressions on my husband on my kitchen floor. I had no idea that this was going to come. I might have actually just scooted on through and not even noticed it if my alarm didn't go off because I was totally preoccupied. And it was tough. It was like, oh my gosh. And I just prayed. I reached out to my mom. Bless her heart. She's like, let's pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And she's like, now, now. And I'm like, okay, okay. You know, I had all this (laughs) tactical problem with my phone. So I was probably five minutes later after her. But it doesn't matter. Why? Because God is out of space and time. We can pray for everybody now. Even if we didn't pray for him or them or her, not them, him or her, (laughs) there is no them or they, Uh, but let's not go off on a tangent here. Anyway, so my mom and I prayed, and honestly, I'm telling you, God is just healing my heart because I think he has a mission for me. All right, and and, then there's part of this mission that I'm not really wild about, and I'll fill you in on that probably after the services because today's Monday, tomorrow is um, the visitation. I'm going to have all the family over here tomorrow beforehand, and then, you know, it's going to be tough. And then Wednesday is the actual funeral mass and the burial and then, you know, a little party or reception after, if you will. Okay, so I got through that. I was okay, but God put on my heart and changed it not to just delete that alarm and get it off of there. Who wants to remember the day your husband died? Well, I do. After I sat with it for a while, I'm like, I'm going to keep this alarm because I don't want to forget the day he died. The day that my life changed, the day that I had to turn toward God in a way that I never, ever expected. I mean, talk about a call to humility. So I'm keeping my alarm. Because I know that a month, two months, six months down the line, there's going to be a Saturday that'll go by where I won't remember. And I don't want that. How beautiful, right? Sunday. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just reading my notes. (laughs) Um, Okay. So another Sunday with the surrender rosary. What's the surrender rosary? It's praying the rosary, but each time before each of the five decades and at each of the Hail Marys, you say, Jesus take over. And then the next mystery my or mother Mary guide me. And then the next mystery, Jesus take over. The next mystery, mother Mary guide me. Next mystery, Jesus take over. You can learn how to play the rosary. Any pray the rosary. I don't know if I said that right on YouTube, anywhere they can teach you. It's very simple and it is a beautiful, beautiful prayer and it protects us from a lot of evil. 
So I've been praying this one out loud. Game changer, people. I usually pray and I listen to things. But when I'm not listening, I'm also meditating and I'm talking to Jesus and I'm talking to Mary. So I'm not just sticking with the book, if you will. I'm not just praying the rosary exactly like you're supposed to pray it with a you know period in there and a glory be here. And I mean, I'm praying all of the necessary prayers, but I'm talking to Mary and I'm talking to Jesus and I'm asking them to heal me and I'm asking them to give me grace. And I'm asking for me to do God's will when I'm praying the Our Father. And it is so amazing. On Sunday, I had that paralyzation come across me again, but it wasn't until the last decade of my rosary. And I offered that up. So I'm making intentions for everything. God is truly showing me that to love thy neighbor means to pray for them. So that's what I'm doing. And it's not like I didn't pray for people. When people asked me to pray, I would, but it'd be quick. I didn't find myself having that sort of, you know, charism of, um, intercessory prayer, but now I know how important it is. So I was about Sunday, I spent my whole day working on this video and my video app was just hosing up on me all the time. So I was like, I don't know, 15 minutes into making this video and I'm like, I better save this. So I saved it. I'm not done, but I saved it. And I forgot I saved it, by the way, just so you know, I saved it and my eyes immediately draw to the clock on my phone. I'm not looking for the time. My eyes just go there and I'm not really sure, but I think I see 1111. <laughs> I got to get my glasses. So I get my glasses and yes, 1111 at the top. And here's why I think I saw that because I think Jeff was telling me, remember that you did this, which I didn't, by the way. So when I was working after it was saved, I didn't continue to save as I went along. So I had like maybe six minutes left of all of this editing. And then it crashed. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do the whole thing over. It only went back to like a minute 30. And it's a 23 minute video. And I was like, no. And then somehow, some way, I get this, it, it all comes back. I mean, <laughs> you guys need to know I had holy water going on my phone before I put it all together. So I cast out any spirits of technology or anything that was going to harm this because I never have good luck with this kind of stuff. And, you know, again, I always think it's the evil one who attacks me through technology issues always. And this was no different. But sure enough, I find another video. I'm still not done. Gosh, pray for me if you can. I have to get it done by Tuesday night. And I'm having over everybody over here at noon on Tuesday. And I'm picking up my mom this afternoon. I have to go to the grocery store. I got to pick up my husband's suit from the cleaners so he, they can put him in that. Ah! Crazy that I have these things coming up in the next couple of days. But I thought, oh my gosh, I think my husband was basically telling me, don't forget this thing that you saved. So I found it because I was going to go delete a bunch of stuff 
in my phone, in my camera, in my gallery, because my, my phone was just so, so slow, so slow. And that's where I saw it. So even though I didn't know what he was maybe telling me, which was, hey, thanks for doing this, but hey, don't forget you saved this. So I pulled that out so I didn't have to redo 12 or 13 minutes. I was so grateful. I'm st- I still got a lot of work to do. All right, what else? Let me see. Let me go back to my notes here. Uh... Oh, and then, you know, I <clears throat> shared that the guy who gave me his thoughts and prayer of why bad things happen to good people. And the communication to him was, I needed to take Jeff so that Kendra could pray for him. It it obviously translated to something different for him. It did not for me. But he also said, hey, I'm going to pray a nine-day novena to St. Joseph for him. So I shared that all over social media. I don't know, started a couple days ago. I'm doing it. Other people are doing it. And I'm so grateful. If you want to do it, join me. It's a nine day prayer. You do not have to be perfect. You do not have to start it two days ago. This is what I'm learning is how our prayers matter past, present, and future. So you don't have to be all superstitious. Oh, I I forgot day four. So I'm not going to finish my novena. No. Just do four and five together on the same day, catch back up, and keep going. I mean, it's spread across days to help us get closer to God. We're not supposed to jam nine days in one day. There's a reason for that. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) So all your prayers matter out of space and time. So thank you again, Chris. I'm doing it. I think I sent the link all over my social media. So again, go to my Facebook page. And if you don't know how to get me, just search Kendra Von Esch Facebook. If you're not a Facebooker, go Kendra Von Esch YouTube. I think I put it out there too. Um, Anyway, or just get out there and search Novena to St. Joseph. All right. This is amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And this morning, beautiful piece. And of course, the readings, he speaks to me again. So in the beginning, the Old Testament readings are building a place for the Lord. He's building one for us too. This was the Old Testament building an ark of the covenant for God to be held in. This is the same thing that we call in the Catholic Church, the tabernacle. There's a box typically made out of gold or brass in Catholic churches that sits somewhere on the altar, I hope. Some Catholic churches do not have one. It's very sad, but you can identify it because typically there's a red candle, a red glass with a candle inside right next to it so that Jesus is constantly lit up. So when you walk in to any Catholic church, Jesus is there, especially if you can see the tabernacle. And some Catholic churches have a special chapel where Jesus is again in that monstrance displayed out there for everyone to go in, sit in front of, and pray. I have seen people prostrate themselves on the ground, which basically means making your body the cross, laying face down on the floor with your arms straight out, and your legs straight out, you're on your stomach, right? And you're just on the floor, worshiping the Lord, 
Those are people who know that that is Jesus. And I have had many a supernatural conversation with him, many a decision, many peace conversations. I remember the job scenario, but I'm looking at the time and I can't get there. How much I wanted this job and I was praying and sacrificing and praying for it. And then he just basically said, it's not right for you. Gave me this beautiful fleece of peace where my whole body just was so peaceful. I remember coming home telling my husband and he was like, dude, you've been wanting this for months. I said, I know, I know, but God says it's not for me and I'm okay with it if I don't get it. A week later, I didn't get that job. Guess who was okay with it? Me, because God told me it wasn't right for me. If I took that job, if that job was offered to me, I would not be speaking to you right now. I guarantee it. And then, of course, can't remember oh, what the last part of the readings are, but I can continue to talk and talk and talk and talk how God is truly, truly healing me. That's what it was, the gospel at the end. Everybody is coming to Jesus. <laughs> he ties up the boat and they're all like, oh, he's here. And they are bringing all of their sick and they're demonized and possessed to Jesus for healing. I am being healed every time. And it's a lot, everyone. I mean, I turn around the corner, boom, there he is. Another corner, boom, there he is. I'm talking to him out loud, by the way, all the time to keep him alive in my spirit, to know that he can hear me. You know, maybe he's just walking next to me like Jesus talking to my dad now too. I mean, it's, it's, ah, uh, again, he's healing me so that when those sad moments come, I turn around and I remember those supernatural moments in prayer where I flat out asked God, was he saved? So yes, is the answer six times, three out loud, three in my mind, because I know that Satan cannot read my thoughts. Nor can my husband, by the way. So when you talk to people and when you're talking to spirits, you got to speak out loud. All right. I'm so grateful. Thank you for walking with me. If I could ask for prayers tomorrow and Wednesday for all of the people who are going to come and see him and for all the people who are going to come and support me and for all of the people who have been praying I mean, I just ask for more prayers um, that, you know, the love of God is going to touch everyone. Oh my gosh, I have to go there. Sorry. You need to hear the goodness of God that's happening. So my sister-in-law, how crazy is this? I do not know why I didn't know this, but I was shocked. So my husband, I'm sorry, <laughs> my brother and his wife, my older brother, two years older than me, and his wife are going back to the Catholic church. They are going to go to my grandmother's church. And I did not know that my sister-in-law was Catholic. I cannot believe it. So when she's telling me this, they tell me on a Sunday, you know, everyone's over last Sunday. And I sat and I even talked to a priest. I'm like, I have to say something like that she has to get initiated into the church and all this stuff. He's like, yeah, just do it with love. And I'm like, okay. And so she's like, hey, I wanted to ask you a couple questions about 
going back to the church. Like, I've got the form. I'm like, oh, forget about the form. No one's checking your badge coming into the Catholic church. I said, but mostly I want you guys to be right with God with your soul. And I go, you're not Catholic, are you? And she's like, yeah, I am. And I mean, think about it. She's been married to my brother for like, I don't know, decades, you know? And I'm like, what? Crazy, 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 crazy. Anyway, that being said, um, you know, I was saying, hey, the best thing for you guys to do is just go to confession, get all of it out, and then you're prepared for Jesus in the Eucharist during Mass. I said, typically they have, you know, at some parishes, confession before um, the Saturday night vigil. So it's somewhere between four or five o'clock. So she went. And I remember she told me, you know, we were texting and she was very, very scared. Listen, people, how many years was it for her? 40. I got her permission to talk about this, by the way. 40 years. And she was scared to death. You know what I did? I said, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just had to because you know what? I'm tired of worrying about people's souls. So I said, look, girl, you are going to feel amazing when you get out. You know, I know many, many priests and they don't care what you say because they've heard it all anyway. I said, I know for me, like the most embarrassing was, you know, adultery and things like that, that I was so ashamed of. Anyway, I gave her um, the examination of conscience for married people. Uh, and honestly, everyone should look at that if you're married. But regardless, there's one for the Ten Commandments. You know, what have we really done to offend God? And I'm telling you, here's what I said. I love you, girl, but you are going to do this because you're going to do it for me. It's going to be the best gift ever. So that I know that you are right with God, because I know she's not going to commit any more mortal sins. You know, this is like back, 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 back in the day. And I'm, I'm still praying because my brother did not go because he had hockey. So we'll see what happens. But I think he's fully in too. And this, my dear friends, is what happens when death occurs. Because we look at our own life and we need to make ourselves right with God. Who is God? Some people even more are wondering, right? I don't know who God is. So what do you do? You ask God into your heart. We have to invite him in. How do you do that? <laughs> you say, Lord Jesus Christ, call him out specifically. If you are God, please show yourself to me. Better yet, Ask his mother, Mother Mary, I really want to know, is Jesus God? You're a human being. Your job is to bring me to your son. So ask Mary too. And do it every day. And then keep your eyes open because half the time we're not listening. <laughs> half the time we are going about our day, right? And maybe there's opportunities for us to set our own alarms to remember God throughout our day. So I had to say that I couldn't believe how awesome it was for her because she called me after. And I was so grateful. I was so happy. She said she was so relieved. She was crying. She felt so free, so light. And I said, you know, 
Confession is better than an exorcism because it's a sacrament. That's why God gave us confession. Because it's hard to say these things out loud. And the reason you're afraid is because you have a fear of God. It's actually a good thing. But you also have to know his mercy. And this is what I'm learning over these past seven, eight days too is how merciful he is. And I remember when I went to confession after being gone for 26 years, I was like, what? He loves me. He loves me. Because I went in thinking I was going to get a butt whooping and the priest was going to be like screaming at me. Not the case. Okay. Wow. Now it's a long one, but lots and lots of stuff to share. So thank you again in advance for all of your prayers. If you want to join me in the St. Joseph Novena, You can pick it up today for my husband, Jeff. And why don't you pray also for your loved ones who are departed and my husband, Ray, and my husband, Ray, (laughs) my dad, Ray. Oh my gosh, have I confused both of them so much. But here's the deal. I buried my dad, sent him off into heaven in the beautiful Catholic way on January 7th. And February 7th, I'm doing the same thing for my husband. Just crazy. But oddly, not oddly, But because of the grace of God, I'm okay. Go listen to my other uh, podcasts. All right, everyone, I love you all. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, your healing power is amazing. The power of prayer is amazing. Thank you for showing me so that I can share with others how important it is to pray for those in our lives who are alive today and those who have gone that we think are in a better place and we forget to pray for their soul. It's a thing that we do in the Catholic Church, God. It's also a thing that the Jews did in the Old Testament to help them on their journey. We know that you've shared this purification of purgatory so many times in the Bible, and I thank you for opening my eyes to the importance of me to pray for those who have passed. And I have not been. So grateful for your goodness. Thank you, Lord. And now we are all going to pray for those souls in purgatory A moment of silence to call out their names. Lord, we say a Hail Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for me, a sinner, now and at the hour of my death. Amen. Excuse me. Check this out. When I've been praying the rosary, the words in the Hail Mary are so intense to me now. Hail Mary. That's from Luke. When St. Gabriel comes down 
Hail Mary. You know, God is with you. You are full of grace. That's the next part. Full of grace. Like I think about Mary. She's filled with God to the brim. You know that coffee commercial, fill it to the rim with brim? Some instant coffee back in the day. Go look online. Anyway, that's what I picture with her. She is filled with God. Blessed are you among women. Hello, can you be any more blessed? You are filled with God, filled with grace. And then guess what? Blessed are you among women. And blessed is the fruit of your womb. Jesus. I mean, hello, you are having the, the, the child of God in your own body, in your womb. By the way, did you know that a mother and a child swap DNA and will have the other's DNA in their body forever? So not only does she have the spirit of God, but she has the physical God in her. Okay. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. And then the best part, Holy Mary, mother of God, mother of God, mother of God, perfect, sinless Ark of the covenant, which we just saw in the readings today was the old Testament. They were building a building for God. Mary was the building for Jesus the sinless, perfect body to give birth to God. And then pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. I want her there at the time of my passing. I want her to protect me because that's the demon's last chance, the last hour of our lives. The devil and God, basically Mary too, fighting for our soul. So remember, always choose Jesus. Okay. My goodness. Long. Oh, 36 minutes. Sorry, everyone. I'll let you get back to your day, but I do love you for being concerned. And I hope that you listen to all my podcasts and take heart, take the joy and the goodness out of this and know that God is doing amazing things in my life. And I think it's because I'm supposed to share it with you. That's what I think. Glorifying God, because it has nothing to do with me. If I was left up to myself, if I didn't have faith, and if I didn't have this relationship with God like I do, where I can hear and feel him communicate to me, I would be curled up in a ball, never getting out of this house. I would be like a mess. I would turn to everything worldly to ease my pain. All right, everyone, I love you all. Find something more with God because everything in your life is so much better. I am not kidding, not kidding, not kidding. Oh, and have a blessed and inspired day.